What's up, Pooligans? How you guys doing? We're going to be taking a break today on the biker news tomorrow we got a bunch of biker news from australia i think i'll dedicate it to the aussies man you're all crazy over there holy cow man you know not only do you do this and that you slap it around them kangaroos you ever see that one video funny as stuff anyway i regress don't forget to check out I did it wrong. I should have did it that way. There you go. It's backwards in this thing. Uh, install the Insane Throttle TV app on Roku. You're going to love it. A lot of good stuff on that uh, channel as well as the Morning Hoot stuff we cannot put on YouTube. Go over to at official insane throttle for Instagram. I think you'll like all the different kind of stuff we have over there, especially dummies. Lots of dummies on that page as far as motorcycles are concerned. Yeah, a lot of motorcycle fails, if you would. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's probably going to burn some butt hairs, man. And that's what I'm pretty good at, I think, is burning butt hairs or pissing on Wheaties. Anyway, coming up. We're going to play Devil's Advocate here. Devil's Advocate. And this is where I usually piss on people's Wheaties. It was funny. I was directed towards a website in which they were calling out particular clubs. And I was asked, well, what do I think about this? Honestly... It's not the page's fault. It's the club's fault. I don't know if people realize how easy it is to research somebody on the internet, especially through social media. Very easy to do. And it's very easy to put two and two together when somebody is in the news. The page actually shows members of bigger 1% clubs that were former law enforcement, current law enforcement. They took in pedophiles, all that good stuff. So who is to blame for that being in the public sphere now? Again, I wouldn't blame the website. I blame the club. Things have really changed. And I think many people in today's club scene don't understand how lost things have become. You get a lot of these creators talking about tradition and this and that. Most of them weren't around when the tradition was actually being made. Or went through the hard times like a lot of people have. Specifically, we always say 70s, 80s, 90s. They weren't around, so they didn't know. But they'll talk as if they did. Today is nothing like it was 25 years ago. Nothing at all whatsoever. Some of these clubs, founders, are probably run over in their graves. I see 
all these different channels speaking about how you have to follow protocol, how you have to follow tradition. Well, what they failed to tell you is not even some of the bigger clubs are doing that. And then they go off on pop-up clubs. Well, wait a second. If Big Brothers, you know, meaning the big 1% clubs, and I'm not saying all of them, there's particular ones that are doing it and are even decades old, as I used to say, are flaunting all this uneasiness, if you will, by going around saying, well, at least we know who our cops are. Which, hey, it's your club, you do what you want. I don't care. The hypocrisy really comes in, though, because you're doing something that you're blaming these new clubs about. And the reason why I think this subject came up other than, hey, the website's dead on. I've been looking at the people. Like I said, it's very easy to find out who they are. It's because you get a lot of complainers that are now supposed creators. I get it. They want to preserve a tradition they think they know. I get it. And no, I'm not talking about one guy in particular. You know what? Actually, that is under the bridge. It's behind because... If you can't see for yourself, I'm not going to sit here and waste my time trying to convince you of things that are supposed to be right and wrong. So that's under the bridge. I heard from somebody overseas. And the way they run it was the way it used to be ran here. If you went out and did something, you never did it with your patch. And why? Because at that point when you're wearing a patch, you're representing every single person within your club. They won't even let you go and get a, you know, a joint in your club colors. Because laws and countries are different than here in the states. Anything that brought negative attention to the club was and is dealt with differently overseas than it is here in the United States. And I get to talk to some people that are from different countries doing what I do. What I can say is many of them don't understand what the heck happened here in the United States it's foreign to them a lot of things that are happening here especially when you have big 1% clubs selling their patches opening up chapters everywhere around the country and then come to find out some of them chapters had COs in them, cops in them, and it didn't matter. Again, 
it was at least we knew who our cops were. And then it comes to mind, well, wait a second. We have all these people preaching protocol and tradition. And here is an old-ass club that had an awesome reputation doing the same thing as a pop-up would just to get members. And that's just one of many hypocritical type of deals. When it comes to biker news, oh boy, do they get hot and heavy. But what a lot of them don't tell you is, bike, and I'm not the first to do this, biker news goes back to, what, the earliest, 1997. You know, you get all these whiners that go around, well, people can do it themselves. Well, wait a second here. This has been around since 97. There's was real popular websites that were run by people just like me doing it, and that's where we went to get our news of what's happening in the scene. Because it doesn't fit their vision of grandiose, everything's going great, clubs are great. Since it don't fit that narrative, they get upset about it. And it's funny. See, there's a lot that happens in the background here. Yes, we get to talk to a lot of the clubs that we cover. And a lot of the times, I'd have to say 80, 90% of the time, they agree. Saying, you know what, that was some stupid crap. Now we're in the papers, now we got to deal with it. And of course, everything's off record. But that's what happens in the background. That's what these people going around whining about biker news don't understand. We get to talk to the clubs directly, people that they'd never be able to talk to. Because they do understand, hey, we might cover the bad, but we also try to get their side out on everything that's going on in that certain situation. But if a club's wrong, they're wrong. What do you want me to tell you? Does that mean, oh, wait a second, we're supposed to only be the good. You know, I remember there used to be a time when a guy used to write this blog. Nothing, absolutely nothing that a club did was wrong. Even though if it was staring right at you in the face. Tinfoil hat kind of guy. Nothing whatsoever was wrong that the club did and you got to ask yourself if you take the instance from overseas where they believe if you're representing the club while wearing your patch doing something stupid then you implicate everybody i think that's something that's been lost on some of these people that wear the tinfoil hats it doesn't matter if most of the club is good 99.99% of the people in the club is good but that other real slice of a percentage implicates everybody and it makes it bad on the club some people asking why you keep covering this uh, deal with the Sin City with the Rico stuff okay 
Well, for one, it's a story. What, do you want us to kill it because it's a motorcycle club? No, because there's more stuff happening with that story. Say, Indiana or out of Pennsylvania. This RICO stuff is hidden. And you got MROs up on Capitol Hill trying to get these legislatures to pass anti-profiling bills. But wait a second. They're hit in the face with, well, look at this RICO charge. Look what happened. And they're sitting there with a dumb look on their face like a deer in the headlights because they don't know what to say. It don't only affect the clubs. See, that's the one thing people don't understand is independence are the supermajority of what bikers are. The clubs gathered a spotlight because it's a mystique. It used to be all quiet, but it ain't now. And that's what everybody looked to be when they first got that motorcycle. But the truth of the matter is, independents make up most of the biker scene. So whatever happens with the club, guys, eventually happens to independents. And more precise, if you check out the statistics on motorcycle uh, profiling, it's the independents that get hit more than the clubs themselves. So there is a real interest story in getting this kind of news out to people. Hopefully, and I know some clubs already have done it, where they say, hey, we're not getting you lawyers if you uh, go over here and do this on yourself or you go do this or do that. Why should we have to pay the lawyers for you doing something dumb? Black Dragon had a video out uh, the other day, does a club pay for the legal expenses? Yes and no. In the 90s, yes, because there was a lot going on in the 90s. Now, I would have to say clubs smarten up. Why would I say that? Well, you're not going to want to pay for somebody for doing something stupid with the club name, making it hard on everybody else, and especially if you didn't get a cut of the pie. Why would you want to get them a lawyer? Why? Because they wear a patch? They're in your club. They're a brother. Well, wait a second. If they were a brother, why'd they go out there and do that and put all the heat on you? That's what a lot of clubs are starting to think today, and rightfully so. They're saving tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees. And then there's the aspect of people turning. Yeah. <laughs> you always got to worry about that. But going back to... Clubs really do put it on themselves. When you have a website that posts pictures of members that were actually found out to be members that were out bad from other clubs or they had a pedophile sheet on them or they were in some type of law enforcement. That's the club's problem, man. 
It really is. That's the clubs. It ain't the website. And the website is actually doing a service, even though you're going to get all the cheerleaders uh, from all these protocol and all these creators saying, no, man, they shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, because it, it actually helps the scene out. When we report on somebody turning, well, you know, that's club. If it was club business, it shouldn't be on the net. So shut up with the argument. It's boring. It really is. It's boring. Because if it was club business, it would have stayed off the Internet. It would have stayed off the front page of the freaking newspaper. You know, actually, there's adults, uh, you know, in the room where not everything is everybody else's fault but the MC. When we put out a story and we highlight something where somebody turns... Clubs need to know that. And like I said in previous videos, what, you want a Falco? And I know most of you creators don't know who Falco is. He happened to be one that infiltrated three 1% clubs and took down a lot of people because the clubs didn't know. Now, say you have a page like this one that puts out, out bad members. Guess what? All the clubs know about it. Or, hey, this guy ratted on somebody 10 years ago. To tell you the truth, a lot of people that are in clubs now won't be around in 5 years, 10 years. So 10 years from now, how is the new leadership, how is the new club members going to know if, hey, 10 years ago, this guy did this? See how everything changes? I know you guys get it. I just wanted to take some time to let that out about my experience about seeing this one website. Personally, I would hope that clubs would stay out of the news. That would be the best thing. It's up to their leadership to make that stop. It's up to their leadership to make it where it was back in the day where you didn't do anything to bring any attention on the club. That was back in the day. Maybe they need to go back to that. And for some of these big one percenter clubs to sell their colors and then expect it not to be covered by stuff like uh, this one page or with Insane Throttle you're whacked man cause I for one don't want to see another Charles Falco infiltrate any club or you have one guy who's actually given advice on how to start a motorcycle club that infiltrated to on YouTube. Where is the common sense? Just my thoughts. Again, don't forget to go over to Insane Throttle TV. You to download that on your Roku uh, app. Put the channel on there. It's free. Everything's free on Insane Throttle. And it's funny. That's another thing. It's all about money.
Well, Insane Throttle in the studio has at least forty-five to fifty thousand dollars in equipment in here, not including our uh, jump bags for when we do interviews, the radio station licensing fees, big-time money that goes out. And when you hear, well, it's all about the money, we're lucky to break even. What are you, stupid? We ain't living off of this. We ain't selling all kinds of this and that. Anyway, guys, I regress. I'm going to go over to WMMRDB, which you can down the radio app. I think the link is in the description box. That's free. Listen to the show there or be on uh, Roku uh, later on in the day, usually about 5 or 6 o'clock at night when it uh, finally gets on that channel. So everything's free. Go check it out. I'm Adi. Catch you later. Yeah.